now it's time for us to play. And you don't want to wait until you're 80 or you can't climb up those stairs in that amazing Greek cathedral that you've always wanted to see, right? So it's time to prioritize us and put a little bit more time and planning into what we really want to go after. Starting a garden, painting your next masterpiece, taking up a guitar, who knows? But I just decided for me personally, it was time to build more time around my fun and make sure that I'm getting what I want out of this life. Hello, you are listening to the Late Bloomer Living Podcast, where we are reimagining and redefining what it means to be in midlife, where we are gathering energy, momentum, and excitement for our next chapter via candid conversations with other midlifers about their own pivots, pitfalls, and triumphs. I'm Yvonne Marchese, your host, and I'm so happy you're here. I've been thinking about play a lot lately playing, you know, having fun, maybe because it's summertime. Um, So last weekend, as I was walking into my house from the backyard in the evening, I noticed my next door neighbor playing by herself in her backyard with a large blue inflated ball. She was popping it up into the air over and over the way you would with a balloon. You you know the game. You try to keep the balloon in the air for as long as you can by popping it up into the air over and over, right? Now, she's a grown woman, and she was all alone in her backyard just playing. How often do you do that? How often do you allow yourself to do something simply because the mood takes you there in the moment? No agenda, no one watching, except the crazy Gladys Kravitz neighbor who's talking about it on her podcast. (laughs) Anyway, just, you know, play for play's sake. We did this as kids. And guess what? It was good for us. It's actually good for our brains to play. Now, I gotta tell you, I am a person who can tend to dig into work and overschedule myself, and then I end up feeling overwhelmed by it all, and I kick myself for falling into that pattern over and over. Oh my goodness, does that sound like you? Anybody? Anybody? I gotta tell you, I'm, I'm actively looking for ways to lighten my schedule so I can spend more time on my paddleboard, which always feels like play to me. I love it. But I've only been on it twice this summer and I've been chomping at the bit to get out there. So the two times that I went, I crammed it into my schedule just so I could say I did it and feel like I was achieving some sort of work-life balance. (laughs) Crazy. It, It was worth it once I got out on the water. It's so relaxing. But Really, it made the getting there a little stressful. It just turned into one more thing to do. Play shouldn't be like that, right? So anyway, I took a hard look at my schedule and I found some time I could reclaim by letting go of a weekly room that I was hosting Tuesday nights in Clubhouse just for the summer. We're we're gonna bring that back in the fall, so I'm excited about that. Plus, I'll come back fresh with more energy, right? But in the meantime, I think... Giving myself permission to take that time off has left me feeling lighter. It's just one more night each week that's open space when I'll have the opportunity to play. Well, my guest this week is a master of playtime. Wendy Deacon left a successful corporate career and she took some time to think about what she truly wanted to do next. And she ended up writing a book, which has led her since then to establish a company called Destination You. She's got the mission of empowering women to identify and create the lives they truly want to live. And she's also leading the Inspiring Your Next community, which is a community of women over 40 who are going after their next adventure and prioritizing playtime. So I'm just going to say... I know her group is for women, but this goes across the board, this whole idea of play and prioritizing play. Do you want to explore more, but you need ideas or maybe you're unsure where to start or do you feel like there must be more fun out there? Well, I cannot wait for you to meet Wendy. Let's go. Hey, Wendy, thank you so much for being here with me today. 
Hey, Yvonne. It's my pleasure. I'm so excited to chat oh with you. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. So I'm, you know, I was thinking about how we met. We just met in Clubhouse. Yep. And and it was in probably I'm thinking it was Second Act Sisters. I believe it was. It seems like every time I introduce somebody on my podcast these days, I'm like, I met you in Clubhouse. <laughs> I know. And it's really cool because I didn't know what to do with Clubhouse at first when I hopped on there, but right. It's, it's overwhelming at first. I will say that, right? It's like, what am I supposed to do? What? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I'm so glad I met you there. Very Me cool. Too. And I love to meet another Yvonne because I don't know if you remember my grandmother's name was Yvonne and yeah. it's such a special endearing name to me. So I love it. I'm glad it has good associations for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a common name. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say right now that I don't get that because I actually really like my name <laughs> and I don't understand why there aren't even more Yvonne's in the world. I don't either, but I love it. I love it. <laughs> and plus we're two sisters at the end of the alphabet with a W and a Y, even more. Right, exciting. right, right, right. <laughs> I love it. Did you have those friends in, in school where you had the same last name and, or not the same last name, but you had the, the, the last names that were close enough. Like if I was ever, I was always next to the, in line to somebody with an M like Matthews or something yep. like that. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> they were your peeps. And then every once in a while the teacher or whoever would throw the wrench and go backwards with the alphabet. And then you were like, wait a minute, what? It throws everything <laughs> way off. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, whatever. whatever. So, oh my goodness, I'm so excited to have you here because I love what you're doing is all about play. Yes. And fun. And fun. And fun. I I have to t- I admit right now, I I'm I tend to grind too much. I tend to I tend to dig in and and push and push and push too much and I love that you're so intentional about about having having people play. And having more fun with your play, not go to the gym and do the stair climber. No, no, no. Getting outside, getting some fresh sunshine and air and just pursuing what you love. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Oh it's, my goodness. It's, How it's did one- you get there? Were you always, was that always? So, uh, yeah. So short version or the mini version or the. Oh, whatever you wanted. Whatever do. version. Give me the details, girl. I want the details. Give me this <laughs> <laughs> so I've always been uh, a curious person and I've always loved trying new things. So that's always been a part of my DNA and always been, I love the outdoors and um, I had a wonderful career and I loved everything I was working. I was in healthcare. I worked for the American Heart Association National Office for 15 years and all in translating healthcare research and quality improvement to the bedside, right? So I loved preventive healthcare, rehabilitative healthcare. So it's always been a piece of the work I've done. And little by little, you know, I that was where I was going to be forever. I was going to stay there. And I had a couple of changes in my personal life. Got a divorce. You know, you know the story, right? Got a divorce. Mm-hmm. But then I was also on a plane all the time traveling. And a very mm-hmm. close friend of mine was diagnosed with stage four ovarian cancer. Mm-hmm. And it shook me to the point where I went, wait a minute, what if I can't do all the things I want to do? in 20 years or 30 years? What if, mm. what if that window doesn't exist? So it really mm. made me stop and question where I was, what I wanted to do. And, um, and so I'm very blessed and I feel very fortunate that we've worked, you know, many people in our shoes have worked really, really hard and they've gotten to a point and all of a sudden we thought we wanted that, you know, retirement or that gold watch over here. And that was going to be the pinnacle, but I'm excited that it, a light bulb went on for me that I said, I don't want that anymore. I I need something different. So in January, 2019, I left corporate, worried my parents to death that I would end up in their basement destitute. (laughs) Thankfully I have not, which is good. (laughs) Um, But I wanted to write. I didn't know what it was going to be. And I, it was a big leap of faith and I learned a lot in the process about having trust and patience while it was unfolding and really decided I wanted to pursue more about helping others our in our life chapter focus on their adventure, their creative next, their active next, whatever it's going to be, so that this becomes more of a priority, right? We've worked all really, really hard and we've 
we've, we've, like you said, we're all working and hit the grind. These are a bunch of doers, right? We've all achieved. Now it's time for us to play. And you don't want to wait until you're 80 or you can't climb up those stairs in that amazing Greek cathedral that you always wanted to see, right? Mm -hmm. So it's time to prioritize us and put a little bit more time and planning into what we really want to go after. Starting a garden, painting your next masterpiece, taking up a guitar, who knows? But I just decided for me personally, it was time to build more time around my fun and make sure that I'm getting what I want out of this life. Mm. Yeah. Did you, did, were you reading anything or was it just this personal experience? I mean, that, that's big to see a friend, to, to see a friend go through something like that. And, you know, I have to tell you, we, there have been some people that I, that I wasn't close to, but in our community here where people close to our age died, passed right. away very right. suddenly. Right. And it really, you know, you start to see that and it really has you start thinking about how fast this could all be gone. Absolutely. You know, I think in our twenties and thirties, maybe even in our early forties, we're really good about, you know, we're immortal, right? We're all, we're going to be uh -huh. here forever and I'm going to uh -huh. be this young forever, right? I'm going right. to feel this healthy and great all the way till, you know, the bus takes me out at age 99 or whatever it's going to be. But I think as we get into our later forties and fifties and, you know, either the back starts to feel a little funky mm -hmm. or you see somebody go through a really or everything starts to feel everything funky. there are <laughs> days when I'm like I'm so creaky oh my yeah. goodness what's going on that one thing anymore like oh my god did everybody make print super small all of a sudden right yeah so you start to realize that hey uh we are going to age but we can take some steps right now to a, really enjoy the time that we have right now and B, take some action steps now to make our great days last as long as possible, right? Mm, yes. Invest in our physical health, our emotional health, our mental health, our spiritual health, because everything that we're doing, whether it's meditation, yoga, um, anything physically moving to, again, strengthen the body is going to preserve many more adventures yet to even be figured out, right? And so- it's just for me, I think it was a time that I saw other people who either passed on too early or some huge change in their life that, again, it really shook home for me that uh, I don't, I need to make hay while the sun shines or make lemonade with lemons, whatever you want to call it. But I need to prioritize me and my adventures now. Yeah. I think I started to feel a sense of urgency which is what I'm hearing in yep. in what you're talking about. I, I was like, okay, if there's this thing you want to do, what are you waiting for? Right. What right. are you waiting for? Because I keep saying, I say this all the time, I, I the days go by so fast. In fact, yesterday was June 1st, right? Right. And I'm like, it was just New Year's Eve. Right. And right. now it's June 1st. Blink. Right. Blink. And here we are. And, and I keep saying, I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I swear I'm going to be 80. I'm just going to wake up tomorrow and boom, there I am. I'm 80 years old. Right. And I feel that sense of urgency of, oh my gosh, there's so much I still want to do. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to be 80 and not have lived right. fully. Well, so, especially as women, now guys too, but you know, in this, in again, people are in our life chapter, we have been taking care of everybody else. We did, we've busted a move in our career, our family, our spouse, our church, our school, PTA club, whatever, right? We've always been investing in others and we put ourselves last, right? So that's something I'm hoping to shift that dynamic, put yourself a little bit up there on that list. Mm -hmm. um, but the other piece of that is, I think something you also just mentioned that uh, don't make it a bucket list. I don't like the term bucket list because at 85, yet I don't know what you're going to be like if you're going to get to 85, right? Right. And so you may not be able to take on some of the things you really want to do. So make it a live it now list is what I'm calling it. 
Mm. And it doesn't have to be the, you know, month long in Spain. I mean, that'd be great if you can do that. But even the little things along the way, if you've never, like I've never camped before age 51, I realized I really like to camp. Wow, look at that, right? And so there are so many things that are probably on your, like you said, nagging at you like, oh, I really wish I could try X or I really, you know, I like that or I want to see that exhibit in, uh, you know, Seattle, whatever. Mm -hmm. But you don't need to wait 20 years or 10 years, you know, start prioritizing, okay, what do I want to do in 90 days that's going to kind of fill my fun bucket, right? And my live it now list. What can I, what can I tackle right now? Yeah. Oh, I like that. Live it now list. Yeah. Quit, quit making off some bucket that, you know, I don't want to do any, I'm not going to be able to do some of the things I'm doing right now when I'm 95 or, you know, I'm, I'm stretching for that hundred some goal. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to look like then, but you know, I'm also having a blast right now taking the memories and these experiences and writing down my stories about it. So, you know, my hope is that when I get to that point, if I do in my life where I can look back and I get, I have a lot of time to read or watch video, I can watch me on a snowboard and go, oh my God, that was so much fun. Or <laughs> it was at the, you know, Antelope Canyon. Oh my God, that was so beautiful. Right. And so I want to fill up this, my list of experiences now and learn from them because the only downside is it actually is a little addictive and it will make you crave it a little bit more. So that's the only potential downside it's I can not say. A down, I don't see that as a downside. It's not a downside. It's not like a downside. Plus yeah. too, when you start talking about the bucket list, I'm like, the other thing is, is that my, you know, I'm different now than I was four years ago. Right. And so if I've got this bucket list and if I just keep thinking, well, that's my bucket list, that's what it is. And that's what I want. Whereas the the live it now list, I love that idea because it's so much more in tune with who you are now and what you really want now. Yes. And, you know, so, so how cool is that? Because your bucket yeah. list could change, but if you're not even thinking about it, you just might even be like, well, that's my bucket list. That's what it is. Right. And you're not even really look. So then it's just there, like as some amorphous thing right. that's always out of reach, Right. 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 And it's also, again, like you said, things really change, right? Obviously we are so not the same people we were at 25 or even 39. Right. Mm -hmm. And thank goodness we've learned and grown along the way, Mm -hmm. but you open your eyes to a lot of new things that before wasn't fun or cool. And I remember making fun of my parents when they would do the, what's that tree or what's that flower? I'd be like, Oh, name that flower. I love naming flowers and planting (laughs) gardens. Right. So there's karma coming back and kicking me in the backside for it. Yeah. But all of a sudden you're like, I never thought I'd have a garden at age 51. I mean, I've never planted a vegetable in my life and I love it. Right. And Each time you try something new, you gain confidence, which again, reflects actually back in your professional career, wherever, you know, also your relationships, you feel, you feel more passionate, more alive, more part of this earth. And each time that happens, you feel a little bit more confident about trying that next thing. Like, I didn't know I like snowshoeing. Who knew? Because I grew up in Florida and Texas. They didn't have any snowshoeing down there. Right. People think confidence is just something people have. Oh, they're just confident. But it it really does come from doing things. It does. It takes a little bit of risk and stepping outside of that comfort zone Mm -hmm. um, and just trying it. And actually not limiting ourselves with either a label or some baloney that we've just put in the way, right? No, mm. I'm too old for that. I'm going to watch my 22 year old do it and I'll, I'll have fun watching her do it. Oh, heck no, 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 no. You should give it a try. And yes, yes you're not going to, you know, you're not going to run a fast mile or you're not going to, you know, you may come in last. And I actually have a fun blog about my best first last because I got lost on some course and I came in last and there was no spotlight and there wasn't any angry crowds throwing rocks at me. But, you know, it just takes a little bit of risk and a little bit of stepping out and not worrying so much about, you know, what if, right? Because a lot of times those little roadblocks are just ourselves standing on our own feet. Oh, oh my goodness. Preach, sister, preach. <laughs> That's exactly, I mean, that that is, that is spot on, spot yeah. on with what I'm talking about. I went skiing um, this this February with my boys and they, they had the chance to go do a a ski trip with the boy scouts. And we, 
That's great. We were really torn about going because it was still COVID and we've been so careful up to then. And, but there was this chance to go. It was inexpensive. It was a day trip. Um, and I really felt like the kids needed the outdoor in-person experience. Wow. I was like, okay, let's look at all the, let's look at all the, the, the things that go into this and it's, it's worth the risk. Let, let's do this. Everybody's going to yeah. be masked. We're going to be, and I have to tell you, so I, so I'm not a skier. Okay. I've been skiing. Hmm, this was probably my fourth time skiing in my whole life. Right. Last, the last time they got a chance to do this trip, I dropped them off and uh, went on a drive somewhere for the day and then came back and picked them up and went home because I didn't, I, I, I was, feeling in a whole different headspace at that time. I was like, I'm too old. I don't want to break anything. I don't want to give myself all these stories. Right. And so we get there and, and I'm a little stressed out about the COVID and then we got the masks and we got the goggles and, and we get outfitted. Right. And right. it's all rentals, of course, you know, and the boots yeah. hurt. And I'm like, I'm like, so I'm a little cranky, you know, anyway, we, get, we get out there and the kids have, um, disappeared. They, they got it. Okay, they dusted you off. <laughs> oh, completely blew us off. Oh yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, okay. I see how it is. So there they go. They're gone. And, um, one of the other dads was there and he's, and I'm like, it's been a while. I, I don't really know. He's like, okay, you don't want to take a lesson, but here's a quick thing. Go right to go left, left to go right. Here's the snow plow, you know, le- right. left to go right, right to go left, whatever it is. I'm like, okay. Okay. I think I got it. You know? And so we go down that baby slope a few times and I'm like, okay, all right. I, th- I think I got this, but then the mask and the fogging of the things. And I'm, you know, so, so there's a little bit of a stress thing involved, you know? And I'm like, okay, I think we've been down the, the bunny hill enough times. Let's go to the beginner slope. Right. And right. so we get a, we go to get on the, the lift and I drop my pole getting on the lift. And I'm like, <laughs> I go, Oh no. Oh no. I'm, and I'm trying to tell the guy with my mask on um, <laughs> and he can't hear me. And I'm like, pull, pull. And we're up. And I, so the whole ride up the mountain, I'm pissed and I'm upset. And I'm. Because you think you blew it right. You're in trouble now. Right. Right. I'm in trouble. How am I going to get down this mountain? And my husband was so patient with me. I just want to say he was so patient with me. And I'm like, I'm so I'm like, well, I guess you don't really need the pole to ski, but I really feel like I need the pole to ski. I need it. Right. And we get up there and 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 so fight. We're coming down the hill and he's trying to stay with me, keep me, you know, he's like, right. it's gonna be okay. You get and he's a little better skier than me, you know. So he's trying, I'm going. I'm doing these huge switchbacks, right? <laughs> huge. I don't want to build up any speed at all. I'm like left to go right, right to go left, left to go right. And I'm huge. And then we get to this point in the hill where I can see that it dips enough that I don't know what's next. I can't this. It, and I'm like, <gasps> and so my heart is pounding and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what's what. And, and I start to get a little panicky and he, at this point, it gets too fast and too icy and he's, he can't hold back anymore. And he's gone. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh boy. And I'm there alone on the, with my one pole. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh my God. And I, I'm like, well, okay. Left to go right, right to go left. Don't look down the hill. Don't look down the hill. Just look at what's right in front of you. Don't look right. Don't look down the hill. Just look at what's right in front of you. Left to go right, right to go left. And I started <laughs> talking myself through it. You got this. You got this. Left to go right, right to go left. And I talked myself down the mountain and everything was fine. And we got down there. My pole was waiting for me. And I'm like, oh. Oh, hey. Okay. I made it. <laughs> I made it. I made it in one piece. Like everything's together. Everything's fine. I didn't even fall. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. And I'm, and he's like, so? And I'm like, well, let's go again. Cause I can't let that be my experience of today. Right. I can't right. let that win. You right. know, right. so I then on that note, no. Nope. Right. Right. And, but I have to say, it was just like, it was great. I, I was so happy that I, pushed myself yeah. for me, that was way outside my comfort zone for somebody else. Not so much, but yeah, but I mean, the views and the scenery I'm sure were spectacular and was. You were away from email, away from anything online. Right. And all you can do at that point is think about the moment, right? Yes. 
Yes. It, it's you a get beautiful lost in thing. The moment and the experience and the yeah. feeling of it, right? That's the other part is what it feels like. A lot of times we'll watch something and we're like, oh, that's kind of cool. I wonder what that's like. You know, what does it feel like? Right. And now right. You know what it feels like to swoosh a little bit here and a little bit there. And you don't have to, you know, you're not going to, we're not going out for the Olympic team right now. No. It's just not going to happen. No, but you know, I'm making it down the mountain and yes. I'm, 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 I'm doing this. Yeah. I'm doing this at fun. my pace and it's all good, you yeah. know? And now you've got a family memory around it, which is even better. Right? Well, family memory. They were off. I don't know where the heck they were yeah, on the island. They loved it, right? They loved you being somewhere else. They loved it. It was great. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. Everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. Yeah. It yeah. was great. Now, you had a little adventure this weekend you were telling me about, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, so if you'll give me one uh, quick little side note before I get to that. Um, yeah give me latitude because I love things outdoors and I'm more active. And so a lot of times people think that all of my adventuring is something active, Mm -hmm. but what scares me more than anything I do active wise is cooking. So everybody's adventure is different. Like I was not born with a cooking gene, right? Okay. And so for me to try a new recipe or stick my hands in the oven, you should see me stick my hands in the oven. I'm like, oh dear. Oh, 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 oh. Um, So I just want to make sure everybody knows before I share this story that everyone's adventure is different. And this we're living curiously and without judgment. We just want you to go after your next passion. So, so now back to your question. So uh, I had visited the Grand Canyon with my mom kind of like a bucket list trip for her a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. And I went, okay, I'd like to come back and spend a little bit more time. And then a friend of mine that I sometimes, you know, I've run with uh, made a statement about um, hiking across the Grand Canyon. And I'm like, what? I didn't know you could do that. Like, I thought we'd just stand on the top and look down and it's so pretty. And, you know, and I know people raft on the river, but I didn't uh-huh. know you could hike there. Yeah. So started looking into it and there's actually Facebook groups. It's R to R is rim to rim. Oh, that's there's the, Facebook groups. I didn't know that. Cause this is yeah. something that we've thought about doing with our guys. Yes. Yeah. It's incredible. So yes. So I did hike across the Grand Canyon about two weeks ago Wow. and it was epic. Um, it took a lot of prep. Um, and it, and it, was longer than we had planned for. So we're not sure if, you know, our Garmin and our little thing that calculated the miles was off or if we meandered too much because the trail is pretty straight. Like it's, you, you're either on it or you're off. Okay. Okay. Good to know. There's one path. Okay. It's not like you can get lost. Right. Um, But it ended up being longer. And, you know, at the end of the long day, when you're uh, longer, wasn't really what I was looking for. No. Yeah. But (laughs) It was the other caveat or the other wrench that was thrown was the friend of mine who's, we were doing it together a couple of weeks before had been diagnosed with a hyperthyroidism. And so she had lost like 15 pounds in a short time and very long story short, I'll tell you to get her diagnosed, get her treated, and then actually have to really modify the food we were going to take. So now Mm. not only hiking across the Grand Canyon, so I've been working towards that, right? But going to do it by taking all of my own food that had no gluten, no soy, no dairy, no all sorts of stuff. And so that made it just a little bit more, again, challenging. And yes, it would I had to pull my cooking uh, skills to the table. Right. All of a sudden you've got the that cooking was more scary than the hike. Yes. Much more scary. <laughs> um, but it was, it was amazing. It was beautiful. Epic. Um, got on the trail at five 15 in the morning as the sun's coming up <sighs> and you know, there's, there's a lot of people who do this and even the, uh, the, uh, not guard, the ranger, when I came into, uh, the South Rim entrance, I was all excited. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to hike across the Grand Canyon. And this sweet ranger's like, yeah, you and like a hundred others, like it was no big deal, you know? <laughs> like, don't you dampen my excitement, dude. To my bubble. I'm excited, right? (laughs) Oh, that makes me so mad. (laughs) It was just so funny, right? I mean, that's where I'm just like, okay, well, when you do it, call me and then we'll talk about how, you know, how blase it is, right? (laughs) It was, it was amazing. And got to the other side, you know, had to, you had to plan, you know, what you were going to carry and, and, you know, your water and everything like that, but got up to the North room, started on the South, went to the North room and got up there just as the, it was getting dark. So never needed a, a light or a headlamp or anything, but it was 
Unbelievable. So you did it all in one day and you didn't, you didn't camp down at the bottom. Cause I think that's an option, right? So in and out in one day. Wow. Yeah. There are a couple campsites and, um, I, I, if I do it again, I would actually do, uh, two to three days just to spend more time in the Canyon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that sounds it's good. walking and hiking. Anybody can do it. And I'll tell you that one key thing that I also like to focus on is, uh, sharing key recommendations for us over 40, because a 22 year old's not going to tell you to take hiking poles on the rim to rim. Mm. I will tell you it's a godsend at, even if you don't think you need them, mm-hmm. There, it's it's night and day different because you're it's just making it so much better. So there's a lot of key things also that I share that if you're over 40 or 50, this is really what you you know make sure you've got this 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 and this because it'll make life so much better. And yeah, oh my gosh, I went we went on a hike with our kids recently, um, and it was listed as a moderate hike, and we're like, all right, cool. We were looking for a little a little something besides easy, and uh, so we get out there, and it was. There was definitely the the points on the hike where we were like, okay, this is, am I confusing two hikes? I am. There was one that we went on last summer and the guy at the bike shop had pointed us in the direction. He's like, oh yeah, that's a challenging hike. And I kind of was like, ah. Yeah. How challenging could could it be? Right. (laughs) We get out there and it was challenging. It was definitely like three point, you need the three points of contact and we are scaling rocks, you know, and we're like, oh, and, and my husband's knees and we're like, uh, you know, and we're, so we're like, you know, very slow and steady and finding our spots, you know, and the kids are just looping up the yeah, hill like little like, mountain goats yeah just, just going gone. up the again yeah. gone you know and we're like um hey <laughs> you wait for us wait for us <laughs> yeah yep. but again but you did it and you guys again as a family that's the other part i just love is that you're not just sitting on the sidelines going okay you guys go and i'll see i'll pick you back up in an hour no being a part of it again you guys are making amazing memories and you're also instilling that sense of living adventurously without judgment with your kids, which is huge. Your role model. That's really important to me. Really important to me. When when my husband and I first got married, we were like, let's, let's make an agreement now that when there's a choice between two things that we just always make the interesting choice. Yes. That's a good idea. And it, it, you know, it doesn't, doesn't doesn't always work out great, (laughs) but, uh, but it, you know, but it keeps it interesting. Yeah. There are times where there are epic failures, but you know, again, you know, like I, when I was talking about, you know, cooking things, I had to make some, uh, like, um, Instapot potatoes for the certain, because you had to get lectins boiled up all this stuff that I didn't even know about. And I froze some of them. Cause I'm like, okay, they'll be ready on day five or six of this, you know, camping adventure. Oh yeah. They were mush and they, yeah, that was a total fail of, you know, dead, dead potatoes. And okay, well chalk that up to experience. Won't do that again. Right. But right. Okay. So next time I'll try something different. Wow. Some prep really did go into that. Man. Oh man. So cool. And when I asked you, I was like, oh, so you did that. And I was like, was that like part of your group thing or was that, and you're like, no, it's reconnaissance. And I was like, oh, that's kind of even better. (laughs) Like, so you, so are you thinking that that's going to be something that you do further down the road with people? So I have a, a, you know, I've got a number of free resources to inspire and again, give tips and and recommendations, but I also have a VIP group who are committing uh, to living with more curiosity and go after their next creative, active or travel adventure, right? So we're sharing, here's a really cool destination. Uh, One of the gals was sharing yesterday up in Maryland and I'm like, yes, please post more because I don't know anything about Maryland. I want more info, right? Um, so I don't know that I would get to a point of wanting to take a group across the Grand Canyon because that's a very, you know, very significant undertaking. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but we do host, uh, active hikes. Like we've done uh, a full moon hike and, um, and since I'm based in Denver, you know, I usually have a, a Colorado group, but we also, I should share resources the week before saying, okay, so that the members in my group, like one's in Tampa. Well, okay. In Tampa, you can still do a full moon hike. You're just going to do it around the bay. And here's the time your moon is going to pop up. So meet about an hour before, bring some wine or bring some cheese and crackers. And you guys go for a 
five mile walk or a three mile walk and use it as a therapy session, then watch the beautiful moon rise over the bay, right? So most of the activities we've done um, are either something that's uh, more lower level to inspire others to try it. Yeah. So not, not that super aggressive, but um, we are looking at um, a fly fishing and hiking expedition in the fall. So in uh-huh. Boulder, we're going to do a fly fishing group because I've never done that before. Uh-huh. And so I, we have a guide who will be leading that. So I envision on some of the, the activities that are maybe a little bit more either strenuous um, or risky. And I mean, like, don't get me to show you how to paint anything pretty because that's not going to work out, but I'm going to have to bring in a professional yeah, painter or a sculptor or something. Yeah. So I'm going to bring in the guides or the, the go-to person and help them then our group try it. So yeah, connecting our group to all these really fun experiences. Uh, Coach Judy and I are going to do something with paddleboarding in Florida in uh, next January or February. What is powderboarding? What is that? Paddle. Paddle boarding. Oh, paddle yeah. boarding. I don't know what I, yes. what I heard. I heard powder boarding. Okay. I'm like, yeah, what is paddle boarding? boarding? I love yeah. paddle boarding. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. So again, all these things that we can do now and, you know, and trying to uh, get rid of any personal limitations or hesitations, give the key how-to steps. We're going to look here. This is how you find a trail on all trails. This is how you plan for it and blah, 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 blah. So inspiring, giving the keys and then putting up, you know, group, uh, group activities and online meetups so that we can all experience it together and just laugh as we take those steps forward, sometimes backwards or to the side or in circles, but you know, but it's fun because it's also a group of, uh, of gals over 50 who are really cheering each other on and saying, yeah, let's try that. I've always wanted to do this and let's give it a shot. That is so fun. Oh my gosh. You must be having so much stinking fun. Oh, I am. Oh my God. I'm having a blast. Now I'm this all started with you writing a book, it right? Did. I mean, you said you left the corporate and you were like, I'm going to write. I want to write. Yes. And did you have any kind of a vision of what this was going to be that you were going to then have these, this group like experience? I didn't know. And this was part of my personal adventure, actually. Um, So when I left corporate, I knew I wanted to travel more and I knew I wanted to write, didn't know what it would be about. And so I spent six months playing Iceland for 10 days, which was amazing. Uh, Sonoma, you know, Utah, I just played everywhere. Right. For you. Oh my God. I kept trying to play the lottery, but that just so didn't work out. Cause I would, I'm really good at that life. I would, I'd be really good at doing that all the time. (laughs) But uh, I came back to then really researching what I wanted to write about. And I knew it would involve something about this unique place in our life, this chapter we were all in, in our late 40s, early 50s, because I saw so many others, just like you and me, who were going through similar either questions in their life or changes and really reevaluating and pausing and thinking. And that was even pre-COVID. And so now COVID's kicked that up a whole nother notch, right? Oh, yeah. And- Mm-hmm. It's really made people stop and think and question. I think what it's they kind want. of the hidden blessing of COVID. I do too. I think I it's been, it. yeah. That's a really positive thing that's come out of it. Yeah. But I didn't know what it was going to end up looking like, and for me, the greatest lesson in that was having patience as it started to unfold. And so I did write my first book. Came out in November of 2019, called Destination Unknown. Wow. And it was an unexpected leap to your life Great amazing title. journey. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, you know, and it's, it's a good book. You know, if I could, you know, if, if my aspirations were to write 10 books, I would definitely go back and update it, but it was enough to get you thinking about what, where you are in your life. And again, ask, asking the tough questions that you don't have time for right now because you're taking care of this, 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 and this, right. Mm -hmm. And I'll deal with those later. So it's asking you questions that are really forcing you to think through and then helping you take those steps forward on chartering whatever your next is, right? It could be that you want that next rung of the corporate ladder, or it mm-hmm. could be that you want to change careers or, or again, take on a new hobby, right? So it was designed to help um, us at that place in our life and find your support circle of people who will help cheer you on. And after that, I got invited to um, participate in two group books so one was on uh, women in leadership called She Leads. 
And it was taking all of my corporate experience. How would I share? What key things would I share with a 25 or a 30 year old female executive rising in the ranks? Mm -hmm. And then the other one um, was life unexpected to life inspired. And it's a panel of women who each share what their life either detour was or roadblock you know, one had the death of a, of a spouse, one had a significant health change, you know, so everybody had a little different. One got um, pregnant much later in life, surprise baby, you know, but again, wonderful blessing. Life detour wasn't planned, right? Mm -hmm. But, but has led the common thread was it's led everybody to this wonderful place in their life that they wouldn't change. And all Mm. of those pieces make up where they are today. Mm. So I was enjoying that process, uh, but I was also enjoying the playing part of it and going out and traveling and seeing all these things. And I just kept having more and more people ask me for recommendations and insights, right? And that's where um, I'll go, how did you even find out about this thing or that thing? And, and how did you even try that? And where did you get started? Did you buy something, the gear, or did you go rent it? You know, so little by little, I just kept bringing people together. And we just kept going on these fun adventures. And I went, you know what, that's really what I want to focus on. And I didn't see a whole lot of women our age. I'm 53. I'll say it proudly. Mm -hmm. I didn't see a lot of women our age, you know, taking some of these risks and um, putting together resources to help others get there. So it just evolved. And so it's inspiring your next. And that's the, you know, Destination U is the kind of the mothership. And then inspiring your next is really where we're focused on what are you going after creatively or actively or a place you want to visit? What's going to fill your soul right now Mm. and really recharge your batteries? Oh my gosh. So exciting. I love that you, that when you, when you, when you headed out from corporate, that you didn't see that this is where you were going to land, that this, that this is something that you have followed it seems Trust. like you've followed your instincts. You've followed like, okay, people are asking for this. Uh, and I, and I like that. That seems like yeah. a good match. Let me try that. Right. Yeah, community. There's always, you know, we've got so many people again in our same similar life chapter who are looking for others to do stuff with and they don't want to go down and, and hike with the 22 year old or, you know, it's just different. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it's nice to be with somebody that's in, in the same zone as you and I, yeah. you know, or more in common, or like you said, the speed of what you do things are different, right? right. I'm, going to, I'm going to go up that hiking trail a little bit slower and that's just the way it is. And yep. all is good. Yeah. All is good. <laughs> I'll get but there. I, yeah, I'll get there. And I, it's where I like about the late blooming, fo- you know, focus. I feel like, you know, we've always been evolving and always changing, but I'm really blossoming in this aspect of my life. So for me, I wasn't, I wasn't ready for this place yet. I was too focused on other pieces of my professional life and family and everything, but now it's really fun and it's really great to be at this point. So I love that it's a late blooming podcast because this is the area of my life that's blossoming right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had a little, we had a nice little conversation before you were like, well, what the, tell me, the late bloomer. And I was like, I know that late bloomer, not everybody identifies or self-identifies as a late bloomer. Mm-hmm. And that really the reason I came up, I do think everybody has a little bit of late bloomer in them in some way, shape or form that, that even if you've been wildly successful in your career or raising an amazing family or whatever, or you, you know, you're an artist and you've, you've reached the pinnacle that there's always going to be some part of our existence where we look at it and we go, "Mm, mm, I, I, I don't get that. I, I, and I want to get that not, not to change yourself, but to, to, to do this thing that you've been doing, which is exploring you yeah, know, sure. like what's that other part of me that I've never given time to before? Right. Right. That mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't had time for, right. Mm-hmm. Cause I had to put other priorities first, right. Raising your boys. You, you can't just say, I'm going off and spending a month away. Everybody have fun. Right. right. <laughs> you know, you've got 
our priorities just change over our lifetime. And, you know, and I do know as we get older, you know, I've thankfully have both my, my parents still living, but I know there'll be a time they'll be more dependent or, or needing of help. Right. And so I'm, I'm planning and putting things in place for that piece of my life going forward. But it's a great time to actually pause and go, okay, what do I really want? And why, why am I putting it off? Why don't I prioritize that? And, you know, again, it doesn't have to be this epic 30 day trip. You can take a four day weekend every quarter or every five or six months and visit the places you really want to visit. If you want to see that amazingly huge ball of twine in Iowa, go for it. Right. (laughs) Right. If you want, if you want to figure out how to start creating your own craft beer, great. right? Right. Every time that we're trying anything, we're spending time in a passion and we're learning about it. And again, we're getting more confident and we're willing to try and take on new things. So yeah, pick up, pick up that instrument. You always thought, "Mm, I'd love to learn how to play the guitar, the piano or whatever. Right. I try, I keep trying to incorporate, I told you, I I tend to the grind and I really try to find, find ways to put these little play bombs in the middle of my day. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like a dance break in the kitchen, you right. know, yeah. real music so, in the middle of the day. Uh, yep. Right. I put on my feel good. I have a feeling good, yeah. uh, play, play mix, you know, or what, what's it called? Playlist. And yeah. I put on my feeling good playlist and dance and yeah. just, just that in and of itself can be, you know, something to, to, to tune you into that, that good feeling. Yes, we need that every day. Joy. Yeah. you find your joy. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, why the heck are we doing this whole thing? Right. I mean, really? Yeah. <laughs> we've got to find more joy and we have to just remember to prioritize our yeah. joy. and and having a group whether it's with us in our you know in our membership group or with your circle of friends or your family you know sharing what you really want is going to help keep you accountable and putting timelines to things right so it's always great to say oh gosh i would love to paddleboard sometime well sometime will never happen so tell yourself you know what I've never paddleboarded before. Uh, I'm going to connect with Judy and I'm going to do it before December. And then we're going to get a group together and we're going to do something in March, right? Because then you're going to hold yourself accountable and either your friend, you know, your therapy friend, you know, or your spouse or family, whoever's in your circle is going to help reinforce and say, Hey, I thought you were going to paddleboard. What, uh, what's going on with that? Right. So I think it's just as important as we have all these professional goals or we have these personal goals. I've got, I've got to lose five pounds or I've got to, you know, I've got to eat healthier, whatever those goals are. We have to put more joy focused goals into our world and put the planning steps in place to actually keep ticking those off because Mm. otherwise another six months goes by and it's June 1st and you're like, what the heck? Right. Yeah. What it, what do you think if somebody is just like kind of feeling like they, they're not even really sure what's missing? Mm -hmm. What do you have any, like, tips for kind of busting through that kind of that, that, you know, that fog when you're not even really sure, you know, something's off, but you don't even really know what it is. Yep. Uh, yes, I do. My tip is to take a few days away by yourself and unplug from the social media. So we, we get a little nervous when we put the phone down or we walk away from it, right? We feel like mm-hmm. we have to answer to everybody. So even if you can only get away for two days, right? Maybe a Saturday and Sunday, you ask the family for some grace or you tell your friends or somebody watches your furry kids while you go away for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then you shut off the phone or, you know, it's only emergency calls only. You go sit on a beach, you go sit at a trail, you go sit anywhere that's going to inspire you to clear out the clutter and just think, don't, you know, don't say you're going to do it and then go check into a hotel and watch stupid television for, you know, and movies. No, 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 no. That's not going to do it. The hardest part is actually sitting down and asking yourself, what do I want? Mm. And give yourself permission to ask it and give yourself time to think through it. And if you spend, let's say a day or two by yourself and, and you're thinking through it and you don't have the answer yet, that's okay. That's okay. Just have patience with it and just keep putting it back into your schedule, whether it's an hour or two that maybe kids in the family are all gone from the house and you can go just to the local park and sit there and journal or paint or something that, again, 
puts the attention back on you and makes forces you to think through what you really want. Because mm-hmm. if you don't do that, you are going to miss out on years of time where you could be doing the things you really love to do. And that I think is the biggest regret we could have. So what's the one regret you don't want, right? Yeah. And I was very fortunate to, it, through my work, meet some amazing women. And one of the gals who I um, met with had an alcohol problem. And she said, it was only when the fear of regret of what I was missing got greater than the fear of regret of giving up the alcohol that she made the change. Mm. So what do you fear you're going to regret? And let's mm. not get there. So ask yourself those questions and keep putting time into you because investing in your personal health, again, mental, emotional, spiritual, physical health is going to pay dividends for everybody around you. Absolutely. Absolutely. For me, it was just just doing a morning routine, like figuring out that, um, that I needed to get up before my kids and my husband. Before the chaos before all that, because once that starts, there's very little chance to, to think. And, um, so getting up early to do, to, to meditate for me and to do some yoga or some sort of exercise in the morning has just been, uh, just been a game changer. Like, You know, it's not, and it's not easy because that meant I had to go to bed earlier, right? Right. It means I set that alarm across the room. So I actually have to put my feet on the floor. And once the feet are on the floor, it's like, okay, just keep moving. Don't you turn around and get back at that bed. Absolutely. Yeah. But doing it for long enough that I saw what a difference that made for me to be able to tune in. um, Yeah and have some quiet time was huge. I had, I just talked to somebody the other day who was like, you know what I did? She's like, I just took a thinking day, (laughs) which is exactly what you're talking about. Right. I was like, tell me more. What'd you do? You know? She was like, yeah. She's like, I think I'm going to do this every month now. I'm just going to book it into the calendar. Get out of the day-to-day stuff. Yes. It's just my thinking day. Yeah. Um, bye-bye. Yep. <laughs> bye-bye life. Bye-bye. Yes. You, but you have, we, we just have to do that. And we, we're just too good again at putting the blinders on and getting things done. And if we don't stop and take care of ourselves this way, again, more time is just going to keep going by and you're going to, you're not going to be happy about it. But I, uh, I, I just find it interesting. Some of the ahas that come out of it. And like you just said, you, you feel good good. Like you, you start to see all the benefits of making those changes. Right. And you just have to also kind of watch what's happening in your body and your environment. And it was interesting to me in my corporate life, all my really tough strategy thinking meetings were always in the morning because it was a little runner, you know, like not as creative in the afternoon. And it was such a shift for me when I started writing that I actually wrote my best work from like four o'clock to nine o'clock at night, which never happened before. So I guess my creative juices happen later and all my analytical and tough critical thinking things are earlier in the day. But if I had continued to force this focus on, well, I've got to get things done at this time, it would have retarded the process. So I think getting, watching this, you know, and getting this instant feedback, we can kind of keep evolving and, and keep pivoting, so to speak, to really capitalize on where what's floating our boat, what's working, what's working and what's not yeah. working for you right now. Right. Yeah. And if something's too heavy in one aspect of your life, what can you do to either get ahead of that or manage it a little bit better or take some time a little bit more away so that you can balance that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you for that. Yeah. That yes. So much to think about. And I could talk to you for forever. <laughs> this is good. This is good. I'm just realizing an hour went by. How'd that like, happen? Like that. Like, like that. That. Because we're having fun. See? Like nothing. Fun. Fun is good. Fun is good. Have more fun. Have, and you, it's okay, everybody. You're allowed to have fun. You are. You've worked Absolutely. hard. Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. You've worked and really hard. I will say, if you're thinking about doing paddle boarding, get out there and do it. It's just so hard today. Just do oh it. Gosh. I thought about it for like 
two years and, and was like, oh, I don't know, you know, and I had rented once and I, and I realized after renting once and doing it, I was, I had fallen in love with it. I was like, I really want this to be a regular part of my life. I really want to do this every day. And it took until, you know, it took two years to make that happen. My husband got me an inflatable paddleboard because we don't have any place to store one. And that's what we did last summer. It was just, and, and, oh my goodness, I would hit that water. And every time the, the worries of the day would just immediately just slough off. Yeah. Yeah. So and, cool. And, you know, I think a lot of times as well, if we're worried about taking that time away, let's say it's an hour and a half that you're gone between, you know, you leave the house, you go do your paddle boarding thing and you come back. Don't get hung up on, oh my gosh, but I've got these 12 other things to do because right. when you check out for that hour and a half, you're going to come back so much more refreshed that Mm -hmm. you're actually so much more efficient and effective at everything else. And we sit there and we grind away. We do. do. And and then it's like, it's like spinning the wheels in the mud, right? And where are you going to get to? You're just spinning the wheels. Yep. And so by taking, and it's just, it's a paradigm that, you know, we're not quite sure. Like, I I don't have time for that. You don't have time not to do it. Right. You really need to do it even more so in that situation. Ah, here, here. Listen to Wendy. Listen to Wendy, <laughs> people. <laughs> and then come out and play. Come out and play. Oh, yes. So tell me, are you excited about anything coming up? Is there, do you want to let anybody know about anything or where can we find you or? Yeah, so you can find me at destinationu.net or destinationuwendy on Instagram. And then our um, our group that really focuses on your next adventure is called Inspiring Your Next. So that's a place. And again, you can hit up either one of those um, phrases and you'll find me. But would love to have you um, either ask questions, say, hey, Wendy, I've never even, I, I didn't know you could make gluten-free, it's a grain-free, corn-free cornbread. And I'm like, oh yes, you can. And it's really, really good. Right. And that's a big adventure. So come check out, you know, get inspired on the Instagram or Facebook um, spots, because we're going to post pictures of all these fun things you should be doing. And then you can start taking notes and going, oh, I want to visit Antelope Canyon. Like you may not even know what Antelope Canyon is, but you've seen the pictures of it. And I'm going to show you how to get there and what to do. And then uh, I want to know all about Antelope Canyon. (laughs) (laughs) Cool pictures. You're going to Google it and you're going to go, oh, I've seen that, but I never even heard what this thing is. Um, and so we're planning more trips and, um, and we also have this in the VIP group, we actually are cataloging all of these experiences and, and memories, right? So, uh, so you'll see there's a video of Antelope Canyon and here's where you go to book and here's what you need. You plan a day for it and here's how you do it, blah, blah, blah. And so all these things are being captured. So you, then you can start searching for, um, paddleboard. Who, who do I talk about? I'm going to hook you up with coach Judy and she's going to get you going, or I'm going to tell you there's a club in, you know, Santa Monica to connect with. So come join us. Uh, and if you can't join us, get out and just keep posting and sharing with others when you're having fun and going after something that's personally and, uh, soul fulfilling, because it's going to, again, ignite in others the focus that I got to get out more. I got to do more Mm -hmm. stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if you can't join us, get out there and keep inspiring or tag us because the more people that we can share the love to and say, Hey sister, it's good. Get out here and play more. Right. And too, we tend to, I think we tend to forget to relish the, that we did that, right? To, yes, to savor right? the experience. Yeah, yeah. So yes. that really ties into that savoring and like almost reliving it just because they're, oh, look what I did, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, and that's the other thing. You know, take your pictures and take videos and things, but don't post it on Facebook today. Live in that moment, really. Yeah. Like my, my, you know, my hike across the Grand Canyon and the hiking in the Narrows, which is a whole nother thing, which is amazing in Zion and Antelope Canyon and paddleboarding. That's like three weeks ago and I haven't gotten to it yet. I will. I will share all those things, but it's more important for you to live in that moment and really soak it in and see what it feels like. And then you can share later, but don't worry about catching us up. We'll catch us up later on social media. Exactly. I love it. Awesome. Wendy, thank you so much for being here with me today. I can't wait for everybody to hear what you're up to and And come join us. And thank you for having me. I'm having, I just 
so much fun talking to another wonderful Yvonne. We are going to have to uh, stay in touch is what we're going to have to do for sure. Well, there you have it. Man, oh man, I love the idea of a do it now list instead of a bucket list. Life is short, folks. Why wait to have adventures? Why wait to play? Ask yourself every day, what can I do to have fun today? You might be surprised at how just asking that question might bring a little more fun into your life. Ask yourself, how can I make doing the dishes fun? How can I make work more fun? When we ask ourselves questions like that, we leave room for our brains to come up with the answer. Maybe you can start by playing a favorite song or creating a playlist of your favorite tunes to play whenever you need a boost. I have one, it's called Feeling Good. <laughs> such a such a great title, I mean, whatever. Uh, you know, not that creative, but I know that's my Feeling Good playlist. And I will tell you that every time I play that playlist, it makes me feel better than I felt before I started playing it. It's amazing. I believe that play is something that we can incorporate into our daily life, but we have to remind ourselves that it's okay to play first and then give ourselves permission to play. Those are my thoughts for the week. In the meantime, if you want to know more about Wendy, I will certainly have that information for you in the show notes. You can just go to latebloomerliving.com forward slash podcast and click on the show notes for episode 57. And while you're there, you can also find a link to the sign-up sheet for your free guide, Five Steps to Your Midlife Reboot. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you have a fantastic week. Go play and stay safe and well. Talk soon. <laughs>